Not logical, but it is fascinating. Playing down that big old fairway. Don't want no hackers to get my way. The boys and me got big NASA going before we try. It's the Golf Insiders, giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your Golf Insiders on ESPN 1080. Hello, Orlando. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house. Your host, Holly G, along with the best caddy on the planet, Rich B., and uh, we are gearing up for the PGA Championship coming down the I-4 <laughs> corridor <laughs> very soon, or I should say whatever the road is up there in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, the Atlantic Athletic Club. But uh, before, first things first, we got the Firestone uh, WGC this coming weekend, Rich B. Tiger is back and uh, lots of excitement. What do you think? Uh, it was just a shame. Uh, Tiger evidently ran up uh, on uh, Stevie Williams' past caddy. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like a woman scorned. You know, I feel bad. You know, those guys need to put their little toys down and put it in the past because uh, there will be books written and movies made about that little relationship. Are you, are you going to go to the movie? Are you going to buy the book? <laughs> uh, oh, absolutely. But um, who's going to be on his bag? Do we know who's going to be on his bag? Yeah, a buddy of his. Uh, I'm not sure of his name, but uh, you know, a, a past acquaintance, you know, right out of high school, buddy. So um, they're familiar with each other, and uh, you know, good luck and move on. Okay, let's get it on. Well, uh, hats off to Scott Stallings, another rookie. Hey, another millionaire. playoff. Another millionaire on the PGA Tour. I got you love it. Bill uh, uh, defeated Bill Haas and Bob Estes. Um, classic, classic. He makes birdie on the last hole to get in, and he on the first hole of the playoff he hits it right in the same spot where he just made the birdie putt from. It was classic. And he made both putts. And he couldn't wait to get to the putt. Oh, I mean, he was excited. He was. He was. It was fun to watch. Young guy, you know, new uh, new kid down the block, and uh, he was fired up. It was great. It was great to watch. And you know, on the other channel, it was back and forth. It was uh, Olin Brown and uh, uh, Marco Mira. First, yeah. uh, first. Marco Mira couldn't get it done. Seventy-two isn't going to do it in a major. First major for uh, for Olin, and um, he's uh, been quite a journeyman on tour. And great to see him take the big championship. And um, hey, we're you know just. A few weeks away from the fourth major, and we're going to get some updates from our main man, Bob Herrig from ESPN.com. Hey, Bob. Hey, how are you guys doing? We are great. So we've got you know a couple of big weeks coming here. We've got the Firestone, Tiger coming back, and then the PGA Championship. Uh, what's the buzz? Well, um, obviously Tiger's probably the biggest buzz, I'd say, Um for all the reasons you mentioned, um, injury and coming back for the first tournament in four months and all that good stuff. Uh, so that's, uh, I think that's the overwhelming story, obviously. But Roy McIlroy said today that he's going to probably take up his tour membership uh, again next year, and that caught us by surprise a little bit, and that's also created some buzz. So it uh, seems like there's plenty going on. 
Well, it's going to be uh, interesting to see Roy and Tiger teeing it up and uh, competing for the first time in a long time. Um, you think uh, Roy might have a little extra mojo going on? Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I think he's got plenty of, should have plenty of that regardless. Uh, you know, he, he, he didn't have the greatest of two tournaments following the U.S. Open, and uh, I think he kind of wants to get back in gear. Uh, you know, he's been third at the last two PGA championships, and I, I you can bet that he's kind of got his, his mind uh, set on next week as well. So, uh, yeah, I, I think he's got plenty plenty of uh, motivation to uh, to push him along here the next two weeks. Firestone being certainly a course that has been very kind to Tiger. He's racked up a few trophies on this one. Uh, do you think um, that's, I mean, of course, it would seem like it would be a comfortable place for him to play. What can be our expectations, though, coming out for the first time in quite a while? Yeah, I, I really think the expectations need to be to be somewhat tempered, um, you know, uh, yeah, he just he hasn't played, he hasn't competed. We don't know how much he's worked on his short game. Um, you know, you watch him hit balls on the range, and everything looks fine. But uh, this isn't an easy golf course. Uh, you know, there's a reason why he was 18 over par last year. I mean, 18 over par. He was 30 shots behind Hunter wow. Mayhem. You know, and it's, if you don't have your game, the, the place can make it tough on you. If you hit it in the wrong spot, and then what, he's supposed to get it up and down, and he's, he hasn't really done that? Uh, how much has he worked on that stuff? I mean, these are all questions that really he has not answered or he's been sort of vague about. Um, you know, uh, uh, he, he sort of let on that he was allowed to chip and putt before he was able to hit full shot. But, you know, if he did that diligently... Uh, for the last month, uh, well, you know, maybe maybe he's okay. Maybe maybe he'll be able to be all right. But it doesn't sound like he's been playing a lot of golf on the course. And that's where you put yourself in those positions where you got the funky lie, or you know, you're one foot above the other, or you have to hit out of bunkers or off of you know strange hills or what have you. And you know, just he just has not been doing these things. He has not made a birdie since the Masters. You know, a meaningful one. So, uh, actually, that's not true. I think he did birdie one of the holes at the Players' Championship. But it was, a, as we remember, that was a tough nine holes. And, uh, um, you know, not not a lot he, of golf he's played wanna, by him since then. Yeah, he's not going to be thinking too much, I think, about that last round. But uh, featured pairing tomorrow, Tiger with Darren Clark. Should be uh, a... Uh, a gentle pairing for Tiger. Darren, I'm sure, will take a little heat off of him with uh, a little uh, uh, laughter. Yeah, I think it's a good one for Tiger. It's, um, you know, they're buddies, and, you know, it came out that Tiger texted Darren Clark the night before the final round of the British Open and gave him some advice, and um, Clark was very complimentary of him for that. And, and so, yeah, I think it's going to be good. They give each other the needle, which... Uh, doesn't hurt, I don't think. Keeps things loose. So, you know, for the first two rounds at a place where Tigers had a lot of success, as you noted, uh, it, it really couldn't set up any nicer form than that. A uh, couple other interesting pairings, Phil Mickelson and Jason Day. Uh, certainly Jason has been awful strong with his two runner-up finishes in the season's first two majors. He struggled a little bit at the British 
uh, but uh, an interesting pairing there. Yeah, definitely, and I think they're going off in the morning. Um, Jason Day has had a nice year with a couple of good majors, and, um, you know, Phil is who knows what to expect from Phil. Um, just, uh, you know, he, he, he had a great chance to win the British Open, and then he misses the cut last week at the Greenbrier. Uh, last year with this tournament, he had an excellent chance to get to number one in the world, and was within a shot or two of being able to do it on the last day. He didn't have to win. He needed to finish in the top four, and he just imploded. Uh, so, you know, I think what we've come to learn about Phil is the only thing that's consistent about him is his inconsistency. So uh, I, I don't know much what to expect of him. Uh, absolutely. Now, another, another pairing, Adam Scott and Dustin Johnson. Um, I think yeah. we're still waiting to see something happen with Dustin. It hasn't, you know, quite closed the deal this year. No, he's not won this year, and uh, obviously had a pretty good chance there at Royal St. George's, and had a good chance at Doral earlier this year. Uh, it's been just not quite that solid. Uh, be good for him to have a good week going into the next week, because I definitely think it could be a good good venue for him in, in Atlanta. What's your experience? You know, Bridgestone, obviously, a, you know, a, a big tournament for these guys, but you've got it on the you know heels of the PGA Championship. Are they, you know, thinking more about the major coming next week, or you know, is it all about uh, the business at hand? I really think it depends on where they are after two rounds, um, because it's a tournament with no cut. Um, you know, obviously after two rounds, the guys who are way, way back, I think then they turn their attention the next week. Uh, but this tournament in its own right is a pretty big one, big purse, obviously a lot of world ranking points. All the best players in the world are here for the most part. And so I think they really want to win it. You know, I think they're, they're focused on here. Uh, and, and it, the nice thing is, is it's not like, going from, uh, let's say, the John Deere to the British Open or from a golf course that has, is nothing like Augusta to the Masters. It's, it's similar styles. I mean, it's tree-line course this week and next. Greens are similar, rough similar. So it's not like a huge leap to go from this course to, to the Atlanta Athletic Club next week or last year whistling straights or next year Kiowa, a Kiowa will be different, but still same kind of grass, we're in the same time zone basically um, and so I think this is viewed as a good tune-up and uh, you know, but uh, if a guy gets out of it, then I think it, then, then he starts worrying about next week and trying to get his game back in shape you're listening to the Golf Insiders, and we're talking to Bob Herrig from ESPN.com. Another thing now in some of the players' sites are the PGA Tour playoffs and a few top players seeking a spot that are currently outside the top 125. A few that would be certainly surprising, Tiger Woods for one, uh, Ernie Els, Louis Oosthuizen, Paul Casey, and uh, Padraig Harrington among some of them. So there's uh, some yeah. more on the line here as we're getting closer to the playoffs. Exactly. If these guys want to play any meaningful golf on the PGA Tour the rest of this year, they got to get inside that top 125. And, uh, you know, it's good to play in a tournament with no cut. That helps. They're all going to get some points this week. 
but um, you know, you, you just the, the, you know that the guys who are outside of the top 125 are going to all play in Greensboro. At least not, I, I'm not talking about the big names, but the the lesser lights on the tour. And so you've got to give yourself a cushion, uh, and that means doing something here the next two weeks. Um, and otherwise, you know, I, I'm sure those guys want would like to play at least one or two of the playoff events. It's, it's even to be able to move up, they're going to have to have good weeks. And those first two playoff events have cut. So, you know, um, at, at this time of year, I'm sure the Tiger, for example, is a little bit more focused on getting ready for next week. But it's got to be in the back of his mind that, hey, you know, if, if I don't get anything done here in the next two weeks, where am I going to play? I'm sure he wants to now, at this point, play a little bit. So uh, he won't be able to play on the PGA Tour uh, if he's not in any of those playoff events. And uh, then it'll be very interesting to see what would happen with him going forward. Speaking of... Uh Interesting. Scott Stallings, another rookie, winning in another playoff. Can you give us any background about him? And uh, he'll be playing in in the uh, Bridgestone as well. Yeah, and he got in because he won. And his only other top ten uh, uh, this year was at the transitions where Kenny Perry, who is a transition spokesman, lobbied the tournament to give him the sponsor exemption. Stallings gets in and finishes third, which was obviously huge. Um, he had missed like nine or nine of ten or eight of nine cuts going into that tournament. So he gets a boost, gets in, wins a bunch of money, can breathe a sigh of relief, and had a top ten since. And then there he is on the back nine Sunday with all these guys and makes a bunch of birdies. He's in the playoff and then he wins it. Uh, talk about life changing. You know, he, he's in here. He's in next week now. He'll get in Kapalua. He's in the Masters in the players next year. I mean, it's, you know, I know there's a lot of talk all the time on tour or in golf about how a guy doesn't have to win, you know, to, to make a great living. But winning really does make a difference, and that shows it right there. I mean, he could have finished second and won a ton of money, but he wouldn't have been in the Masters. He wouldn't have been assured of being in the players. He wouldn't have been in Kapalua. Now he's got all those things going for him. He's in his first world golf event. And uh, that's that's pretty cool. And and if you if you take advantage of those opportunities, then you've got a chance to play in these things all the time. Yeah, and this is a guy you could clearly tell visualization is uh, you know something that he practices. Unbelievable, where he hit his you know second shot in the playoff, almost identical to his first shot. Couldn't wait to get up there and hit it in because you knew that he knew he he could make that putt. Uh, and also speaking of the Masters, he had said that he had, you know, he had, I guess, gone to see it as a spectator and said he wasn't going to come back to play it till he was, you know, playing it as a pro. And he actually had a an Augusta pencil that he pulled out to sign his scorecard. So it was pretty great to see that dream fulfilled. Yeah, that's really neat. And uh, yeah, I think that's what makes it kind of cool that winning you're in the Masters deal. It's just such a big deal to people and. Um, you know, uh, the fact that we're talking about it now kind of shows you how special it is. Absolutely. At the end of the day, these guys all have goals and have been sinking those putts sometimes from the time they were, you know, little kids thinking about that opportunity. And, um, you know, we're seeing over and over again these guys just step up and, and win the tournaments, not back into them, but win the tournaments. And uh, I think uh, another great, great story in Scott Stallings. Yep, no doubt. Uh and 
you know, Bob Estes would have been a great story. Uh, you know, he sort of came out of nowhere, and so would so would uh, Bill Haas, who that would have been his third tour win. You know, so um, it's, it ended up being a, a real neat tournament last week. It, a lot of guys had a chance. Anthony Kim got up there and fell back, and you know, by, if he would have won, he would have got in here. He's not in the in the in this tournament this week, so. It's uh, you know we're getting down to that time now when uh, when all that stuff matters a lot more. All right, Bob. Well, we appreciate it, and we'll be speaking to you next week in Atlanta for the PGA Championship. And uh, as always, you can check out Bob on ESPN.com. He's absolutely everywhere under uh, under golf. Thanks so much, Bob. Thank you. Take care. You're listening to the Golf Insiders 1080 ESPN. We'll be right back. PlayGolfPlanet.com is Orlando's coolest place to get the hottest deals at your favorite courses around Central Florida. PlayGolfPlanet.com allows you to connect directly with the courses to book tee times online and organize your foursomes with friends all in one place. PlayGolfPlanet.com brings the best deals directly to you. It's as if you're a private member at all of your favorite courses. Every day the content changes on your personalized account. Receive exclusive tee time deals and get the latest information on local tournaments and events. PlayGolfPlanet.com .com is the future of golf, where golfers choose and courses deliver. Sign up today at PlayGolfPlanet.com. PlayGolfPlanet.com. Discover your own golf paradise at Deer Island Country Club. Experience the island. Deer Island Country Club, an 18-hole championship Joe Lee design on 400 acres on beautiful Lake Dora, just minutes from Orlando and downtown Mount Dora. Deer Island is surrounded by water and is in excellent playing condition. Golfers, get out of Orlando. Enjoy cool and picturesque Deer Island Country Club in beautiful Lake County. Check out our summer specials, golf and lunch for just $29.95. $29.95, seven days a week. And ladies, Tuesday is your day. Pay just $20, including your cart. Deer Island is also offering the PGA's Tia forward program making golf faster and more fun great golf for a great price deer island country club we're worth the trip call for specials and tee times 800-269-0006 800-269-0006 or visit deerislandgolf.com has your car or truck been in an accident do you need a dent or scratch repair our team auto body and collision is the place to go for your auto body repair our team specializes in auto painting unibody and frame alignment our state-of-the-art technology and factory paint matching will make your vehicle look showroom new trust the pros at our team auto body and collision to repair your luxury or performance vehicle we work with all insurance companies and provide discounts on insurance deductibles our team auto body and collision provides 24-hour towing and a lifetime warranty on all repairs no damage no problem at our team we paint all makes and models our team auto body and collision we take the stress out of your automobile mess. Call us today. Financing available. 407-290-1500. 407-290-1500. Quite an impact, actually. Uh, when he shanked that three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. Asking forgiveness. Got the struggles we're back, the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the Fairways of I-4 in the house. Holly G, along with Rich B. Fairways are a little slippery, a little wet. Rich B, so, hey, if you're listening, take it easy. Sit back and enjoy the show. Another great show, Holly. Five years we've been at this. Five? Has it really? Trying to crack this egg. Five oh, man, years. did you have to take off your shoes to do that, Matt? 
You know what, Holly? Just hanging around with you, I've uh, I aged gracefully into these five I'm years. I'm glad you said gracefully. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> i got to give a quick little shout-out to uh, the boys at our team. Autobody over in College Park on Edgewater, as you know, Rich B. Had a little fender bender in the mall and (laughs) had to fix up the wheels and uh they did an awesome job it is Is that why you were driving that big old truck did you see that big huge (laughs) thing oh my god i'm surprised they didn't have another fender bender i could take out a truck with that thing you're a truck driver you i knew you had it in oh i was uh practicing my little hillbilly uh routine there uh, yeah. all week long See? but anyway thanks to uh john and the and the boys at our team auto body over on edgewater if you need uh any uh collision work or any paint work check them out you know holly let's not be uh uh, uh glossing over this uh win of yanni sang we are going to be talking about yanni sang hey, in the a, next that's an incredible, segment i know it an incredible victory absolutely and i, I know you know you have to always give time to the ladies and we're going yes. to and we have uh, Jeff Shane from the Sentinel up next. But, you know, we're talking about great, great stories and another rookie winning. Well, there was a great story that happened a couple of weeks ago on the big break, as we've talked about it. Uh, you the know, Golf we Channel's were, big break. We were rooting for uh, Oren because Oren works at For- Forest Lake. And, uh, uh, you know, I go over there every Monday and donate my money uh, in the, uh, the Skins game over there. But we have live tonight the winner of the big break, David Byrne. He is from Essex, Ontario. Oh, Canada. We've been talking a lot about Canadians. Canada's best player at the moment uh, since uh, uh, Mike Weir went down with an elbow injury. (laughs) That's right. uh, This kid's all right. He's a good guy. He's from uh, Ontario, went to school in Detroit, uh, played his heart out. And uh, living in Orlando now. So we've got him on the line. Dave Byrne, welcome to the Golf Insiders, and congratulations. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, um, I saw you on the morning drive uh, last week, and um, this is pretty cool stuff. Uh, Biggest purse ever in the history of the big break. I think it was about $70,000. That'll buy you a few balls and shoes, uh, Dave. (laughs) And. yeah, I hope so. Yeah, and uh, and and the um, exemption, right, or uh, invitation to the Zurich yeah. Classic in New Orleans. This is huge. Yeah, very good. It'll uh, the money will get me um, out of debt, out of my student loans and the taxes. Uh, you know, so I'm very new to the whole tax thing, being somewhat young, and uh, taxes and student loans will take up to seventy pretty much. But uh, uh, the big thing was getting into the PGA Tour event. You know, yeah, um, the most. You know, any, the most impressive thing, you know, was the uh, the exit interview with you and, you know, uh, giving your mother a lot of credit for bringing you to the golf course and picking you up. And, you know, the flashlight story, you're putting at night with the flashlight on. This is a classic guy working hard makes it good. Congratulations, Dave. It's an awesome story. Thank you. Can you talk about your mom a little bit? Yeah, yeah. It. Um, I mean, I know I did quite a, quite a good job of it during the show, but... Um, yeah, she, we were kind of, it was always kind of just me and her, and um, I was, you know, she, she, was, she was a professional figure skater herself, so she kind of understood the whole sport, passion for, for the game sort of thing, and she did, uh, you know, we had, I think between the two of us, we had about seven jobs when I was about 16, but just to kind of, so I could play, you know, on two hockey teams and play uh, golf competitively and travel around, and, um, you know, I was lucky she always kind of put me first, and then... Uh, I was I was really fortunate that I ran into a lot of really good people 
on the golf course. You know, people uh, from my home course, Sutton Creek, uh, back in Canada. Um, you know, I, I always had somebody to play with. I always had, I always played with pe- older people um, who I kind of looked up to, and um, every, everything kind of, you know, I a lot of things went right for me, and we had a lot of help from a lot of other people. Um, so it, uh, it was definitely an interesting journey, but um, I know that you know a big part of the reason why I was able to to play a lot of golf was was because of her. We're talking with David Byrne, the winner of the Big Break Indian Wells, and interestingly, you defeated a fellow Canadian, yes, Kent Eager yeah. from Saskatchewan. Yeah, yeah, he uh, actually I just talked to him about about an hour ago, but uh, he. Um, He's very good. You know, when we went in there, when we went to the show, I, I didn't hear of anybody, but I recognized his name just because, um, you know, I, I knew the, the name. I didn't know how I knew it, but then once he said he played in the U.S. Open, I kind of clued in on who he was. And uh, he, I mean, in my mind, he was uh, he was kind of the guy to beat the whole show. You know, he really didn't miss a shot. But um, it was funny. You know, he was my roommate on the show. They asked us if we wanted to change rooms the night before the final, you know, so we could be, you know, alone and not with each other. But we had dinner together. We did our interviews. We played catch a little bit. We hung out in the pool. We had a beer. We got up in the morning. I woke him up. Like, uh, a thing that a lot of people don't realize is that how close we all became uh, on that show. That's yeah, fantastic. That is a, such a cool story that you got you, you, you bonded, you know. And you said something just a second ago that you got to play with some of the older folks, and they kind of helped you along with your game, kind of made you the gentleman that you are today, Dave. Yeah, I um, I was really I was really lucky. I I always kind of had um, more like role models. You know, when I was first growing up, my uncle Matt, who's a fantastic golfer, um, he was one of those guys that everybody likes, and he. He swings the club great. He's a really good player himself. And then I ended up, uh, you know, from when I was about 14 to 17, I played with a group of uh, a group of guys, and a retired RCMP officer and a guy who was, I think, third in Canada at one point. Um, and then I went over to school in Detroit, and, and my coach, Luke Lefebvre, now um, has kind of really taken over that role model, that coaching sort of, uh, you know, person I look up to. So, you know, I know there's a lot of kids my age who go out and get caught playing with all the kids their age, and you know, but I feel like I can interact with people who are five years old to 85 years old because, you know, I when I went to the golf course, I played with everybody all ages, men, women, um, and I feel like it it helped mold me to who I am now. Good for you, Dave. Uh, you know, that's one of the things that makes golf so special. I think there aren't many sports, number one, where you can, you know, play with people of all ages. But really in terms of, you know, mentors and, and you know, learning about the game along the way, really fantastic. And it shows in just your poise and the way you're handling all this. You know, I think that's why you keep me around, Holly. Because you're an old guy? <laughs> no, because you give me, you gotta respect me a little bit. <laughs> Dave, I see also that as part of this, you received an endorsement contract from Adams Golf, um, which uh, included a $10,000 shopping spree at Dick's Sporting Goods. So I know you, you're in Orlando. When are we going shopping? Oh, I can't wait. I've, uh, I've, all, I've gotten a lot of emails saying, hey, you know what? I need a sweater. Um, <laughs> wouldn't mind a hybrid. So it's, uh, Wait a minute, Dave. I need yeah. a sweater. Now, in American terms, is that a golf sweater or a hockey jersey? Uh, uh, what do you guys call them? Hoodies over here? <laughs> you guys call them hoodies? Exactly. Oh, that sweater, sweatshirt, sweater. Yeah, hoodie. Love it. Love it. So uh, <laughs> are, are you now living here in Orlando? 
Yeah, I, um, you know, my whole goal was even whether I didn't, whether I won the show or not, I wanted to move down here and play golf year round. I unfortunately moved when it's 150,000 degrees, but um, I got down here a couple months ago, and um, just to kind of work on my game every day, it'll be a little bit more beneficial when it's October and it might be snowing back home and it's 85 here or whatever. But I'm living here. I'm, I'm practicing at a Grand Cypress um, and uh, just trying to find trying to find sponsors and trying to kind of you know follow the dream and make it work have you got a website or anything dave any way we can uh, follow up on this you know what i i'm in the works to start getting a website going um i have a dave burn golf facebook page and then i'm on twitter at david underscore burn 87 um and uh i'm working on the whole website i people have asked me am i going to get an agent and whatnot but i just feel that uh that i, I can do a, a pretty good job you know, more so than an agent, um, with what I want to do with my life. So, um, Good for you. it's just taking me a little bit more time than other people. But uh, when it finally gets done, it'll be something like it'll be DaveBurnGolf.com or something like that, and uh, and it'll be it'll be nicely done. <laughs> All right. Well, David, it was a pleasure having you on the Golf Insiders, and uh, we'll be uh, checking in with you um, and and seeing how you're how you're working towards uh, the tour next year and that big event. And uh, hopefully we'll have you on again. But congratulations, David Byrne, the winner of the big break, Indian Wells. Thanks so much for being with the Golf Insiders. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. Really appreciate it. All right. Thank you. You are listening to the Golf Insiders. We have Jeff Shane from the Orlando Sentinel coming up next. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm PGA member Jay Golden and proud to be part of the Golf Insider. I teach at Winter Pines Golf Course in Winter Park, Florida. I'm sure you know where it is, right off of 436 near Aloma. If you take a lesson from me, I will bring out the strengths in your swing, in your putting, in your chipping, in your pitching. I will see what you can do consistently, what comes natural to you. I do not teach one swing to everyone. I find your strengths. And I bring them out. I work with Steve Marino on his putting. He's one of the top players on the PGA Tour. I work with tour hopefuls. And maybe even know my son, Jeff Golden, who played in the 2002 U.S. Open as an amateur. I will bring out your best. I teach at beautiful Winter Pines Golf Course. If you'd like to take a lesson from me, my number is 407-673-2183. 407-673-2183. Are you or your business suffering from financial stress? Are you so overwhelmed with bookkeeping that you don't have time to grow your business? Are you behind on your tax returns or being audited by the IRS? The accounting firm of Frank J. Guida CPA can help. With over 30 years of experience, you can count on Frank J. Guida CPA. We provide customized financial services and strategic solutions for a variety of clients. Tired of CPA firms that don't return calls? We provide frequent, timely, and direct communication. Our number one goal is to always be responsive and provide the answers our clients need. Stop worrying and make more money. Let Frank J. Guida CPA show you the way. For a free consultation, call 407-539-0031 or visit cpaconsultant.com. 
Attention homeowners, do you still have roof damage or leaks from past storms or hurricanes? Let Century Roofing help you. Locally owned and operated, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau. Protect your investment. Century Roofing, honest, reliable, hardworking. Call about our tax-deductible energy products today. 877-766-3100. That's 877-766-3100. Century Roofing. Well, I don't want to take all the credit for their talent, but uh, first I had to teach them to play golf. Then I had to teach them to sing, and then I taught them to play various instruments, none of which they do very well. I want my dream. Yeah, yeah, really not so I got good I'll be all right. We're back the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4. Real Richby, rookie winner Scott Stallings this past weekend, and a phenomenal win by Yanni Sang in the Women's British Open. And there's, uh, wow, I think she's the, the youngest um, player, female or male. To win five. To win five. Majors. Majors. And she looks like she's doing it pretty easily. Walk in the park. I mean, they did get a little lucky with the weather over there. I can't believe she's that much better. You know, it's just amazing that uh, one person, one gal, you know, but there was always uh, Annika Sorenstam dominated the field for years. You know, now this is the next gal to step up. Uh, it's impressive to see, really. Well, um, hats off to Yanni. We're going to be talking uh, with Jeff Shane in a few minutes um, to get his take on, on uh, the big win. But um, also we're... Talking about the PGA Championship coming up in Atlanta at the Atlanta Athletic Club. And um, who's your pick, Rich B? You know what? I, I like uh, Sergio. Now, everybody picked Sergio last week, but he's ready to come along. I think he's uh, playing pretty well, and he's uh, been working pretty hard at it. You know, he's, he's due. Let's get it on. You know, I really think uh, the most important thing is the Monday after the majors. And... Plug, plug. <laughs> You're invited. Everybody is invited. And I do uh, uh, like this event because they play it at Shingle Creek, Rosen Shingle Creek, centrally located. This is the Rosen Cup. This is the one they do that's Ryder Cup style where you play with your team mate. Right. They're going to split them up. You can be on Team Talk or Team O'Neill. And uh, it's a great day. And uh, Shotgun, what is it, 830? Yes. 8.30 Monday, and uh, for more details, you can check online at 1080ESPN.com. It's a good time. I mean, Holly and I finished second, so you can imagine. Uh, We're going for the big win, aren't we, Rich B? Are we going for the big win? The level of talent in this field. <laughs> oh, All right, let's go to some real talent. That's Jeff Shane from the Orlando Whoa. Sentinel. I let's check in. Hey, Jeff. How you doing? We are doing great. We know uh, there's been some breaking news with uh, Rory McIlroy uh, saying that he intends to play the PGA Tour next year. I know you've been uh, covering that story that was just breaking here the last couple hours. Can you fill us in more? Yeah, let's uh, let's let's be a little bit cautious and, and say that this is not a done deal. But uh, McIlroy uh, told uh, folks today that he is leaning toward uh, rejoining the PGA Tour next year, and, uh, and, and that uh, should he do that, uh, he will uh, probably set up a U.S. base in Florida. In fact, after the PGA Championship next week, he's going to spend some time 
at Lake Nona with Graham McDowell to talk about a little bit, and he's also going to look into the uh, Jupiter area. So uh, although nothing's official until sometime in November, it looks very much like uh, Rory McIlroy is serious about rejoining the PGA Tour. Hey, I think Tiger might have a couple of properties for sale over there at Islesworth. <laughs> <laughs> I think he kind of he uh, gave up the ghost over there, didn't he, Jeff? Well, it, it is uh, it it is all but finished. Uh, depending on who you talk to, Tiger is either spending a lot more time in Jupiter or uh, has already uh, you know made the move and and uh, doesn't spend very much time at all at Isleworth anymore. Uh, we found out uh, from Sean Foley this week that. Uh, when they did get together to uh, work on uh, this return this week at the uh, Bridgestone, that the work was not done on the range at Isleworth. It was done on the range at the Medalist uh, down in Martin County. Well, I could see where maybe you know that would give him a, a, a little bit of um, uh, seclusion, maybe. I don't know. This is the new-look Tiger. I mean, he boots his caddy, uh, dumps his wife, he uh, moves out of Orlando... Got and, the uh, facial hair going. <laughs> he's trying to reinvent himself, which I agree with. You know, I mean, uh, there's a point in everybody's life where you know you get the you get an opportunity to make uh, a change. Yeah, and uh, and certainly um, after you know all the events of uh, you know the past twenty months or whatever it is now, uh, there was certainly stuff that needed to be made needed to be changed. Some stuff was inevitable to be changed, uh, considering the scandal. Um, you know, whether it was wise to uh, dump Steve Williams, whether it was wise uh, to, uh, you know, do some of the uh, other changes that he has made, I guess we'll see. But certainly there is not a whole lot left from, uh, you know, the last, uh, from, from the last time Tiger was uh, fighting, for, uh, fighting for a trophy. I mean, he, he has had a few top tens in majors, but... There's a lot of uncertainty, I think, at this week's event. He says everything's good, but you know what? He said everything was good at the Players' Championship as well, and, and we know how long that lasted. And, it, again, hard to know where, you know, how serious this injury was, um, how problematic it will continue to be, and is it the type of thing where another, you know, off-swing may put him right back in the same situation? And he's... Injuries are very tough to heal uh, when, you know, they, they tend to be these pulls and... Um, nagging. Nagging, yes. Nagging. <laughs> yeah, and it has been nagging. I mean, his, his left knee might be considered permanently nagging at this point. Even with the reconstructive surgery in 08, it's still the same knee that seems to bear the brunt of, of the problems and... Uh, you know, there, I did not have a chance today to go see, uh, to go, go see his practice round. Uh, Tiger was a little late for his appointed rounds and, uh, I had to go in and write, but, uh, you know, the reports are that, uh, he, he's hitting it very well. Hunter Mahan went and, uh, tweeted that, uh, you know, the, the swing is beautiful, the knee is beautiful. I don't know how closely Hunter may have examined the knee itself and, you know, his medical credentials are in question anyway. But, uh, you know, it's, the proof is going to come out, you know, at 1.40 tomorrow when uh, he and Darren Clark go off the first tee here to uh, Firestone. Firestone, uh, very tight. That could be another problem for Tiger no, with his straight, driver. I mean, It's a straight golf course. But you still got to put it in the fairway, well, just, Rich just, All you have to do is hit the ball straight. I mean, uh, come on, we're not reinventing the wheel here. <laughs> well, who do you think it favors his, favors his tee ball? 
Jeff? Uh, that you know, again, that's that's the hard thing to to determine is is how how straight does he hit it these days? He certainly hasn't hit it straight, uh, you know, in his most recent uh, starts, except for you know, a good nine hole stretch at Augusta National. And really, I think the question may not necessarily be you know how's his swing, but hey, there are some hills you know in this part of Ohio, and he's going to have to walk all of that four days in a row, eighteen holes, and so. Uh, we'll see what kind of strain that puts on the knee and the Achilles over time. I mean, uh, you know, again, he did not uh, have to do a whole lot of hilly walking over at uh, at TPC Sawgrass. Uh, but, you know, one ill-timed swing, uh, you know, put him out of commission for 12 weeks. So uh, I, I, I think first we have to see how his knee holds up, and then we'll see how the swing and the knee act together. And his head's just a head case anyway. Hey, Jeff, let's move on from Tiger. Uh, you know, great win. Uh, this weekend we had a U.S. Open, uh, senior U.S. Open championship played. And uh, the women's British uh, contested very well. I think a great co- couple of golf tournaments there. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, sometimes we don't uh, pay enough attention. And by, by we, I mean, the, you know, the media at large pay enough attention to some of the majors that go on elsewhere. But I think we're seeing more signs of, of a period of dominance coming up for Lake Nona's Yanni Singh. Uh, she you know, was uh, absolutely the best player on Sunday, really the best player for the last three rounds over at Carnoustie. She opened up with a 71, put her behind the eight ball a little bit. But, you know, when Sunday came around, I, I think probably, you know, anybody that was out at Carnoustie figured it was probably just a matter of time before she chased down Caroline Masson, and it turned out to take only three holes to close that gap and once that was done it was uh it, it game was pretty, over uh, for the rest of them <laughs> exactly and it's good to see olin brown you know win a, a major championship here's a guy that's bounced around a lot uh i i personally like olin he's uh he, he's a good guy he he's not afraid to be honest with you in terms of his opinions i won't, wouldn't necessarily say he's outspoken but he will tell you what he thinks and uh, a guy that's bounced around a lot had some, you know, had some highs. He shot 58 or 59 in the U.S. Open qualifier about five years ago. So you know he's always had the talent, and for him to win like he did, uh, you know, outdueling Ar- Mark O'Mara, uh, you know, you got to give him credit too. You know, I did notice that uh, uh, Olin obviously had worked for like the Golf Channel or something, and probably the fact that he actually went to work for a couple of weeks, and he says, this was not my cup of tea. He says, I need to work on my game. You know, I, I think that might have woke him up a little bit, actually uh, doing a paid job. Hey, you, you take your inspiration wherever you can find it, certainly. And, uh, you know, Brad Faxon was a little bit the same way uh, a few years ago, and now he's getting ready for his Champions Tour debut this week at the 3M Championship up in Minnesota, so uh, there's a chance for him to uh, kind of light a late career fire for himself. And it, you, it, it, like I say, just you know, inspiration comes from various sources, whether it's uh, having to work in TV or having to uh, you know take a, a club pro job. I mean, see what see what happened with Harrison Frazier, you know, a couple months ago, maybe not that long. He was ready to uh, leave the tour and, and go into some sort of other job in golf, and then he goes ahead and he, you know, he wins in Memphis. So you just never know where it comes from. Hey, you know where I get my inspiration? The Orlando Tell Sentinel. Me. The <laughs> Sentinel. Hey, you're listening to Jeff Shane.
You're listening to the Golf Insiders. Come on, Holly, give it to me. Hey, um, Jeff, now coming, of course, you're there at Firestone, and we were speaking earlier that, you know, you, this is a big tournament, big purse, uh, WGC event, so lots of points on the line. We are getting to that time of year where, you know, those putts are getting tougher to make, especially for the guys who are outside the, the 125 in terms of points. So, you know, there's a whole mix that goes on here as we're getting near to the end of the season in the playoffs. Are they focused more on the PJ Championship, on, you know, winning Firestone, or, you know, making it in the tour playoffs? Uh, majors are majors, and, and I think that uh, anybody will, will tell you that, uh, you know, they want to be peaking for next week. And, yeah, I, I've heard uh, a couple of uh, a couple of players this week, you know, have some conversations with, with their caddies. How much should we go this week? Certainly, we don't want to overextend our hand this week and, and roll into Atlanta Athletic Club uh, on on a, a little bit of a, a downside physically. And when you hear what the weather reports are going to be next week at uh, Atlanta AC, uh, they're they're going to be running severely short of AC because uh, somebody was telling me today that the lowest noon temperature next week expected uh, in John Street, Georgia. Is going to be 103 degrees. That's the lowest noontime temperature next week. Ooh, they're going to be <laughs> cranking up the air and uh, probably cranking up the fans to keep those uh, greens from burning out. So it's going to be uh, very interesting. Unfortunately, the tropical storm will have blown through here, so that might be a good thing. Oh, they might welcome a little bit of rain if it's going to be that hot. So, Jeff, uh, we know you're on deadline and you're working hard up there. We appreciate you spending some uh, minutes with us, as always, in the Golf Insiders. And you'll be uh, writing every every day on OrlandoSentinel.com, yes? Ab- absolutely. I mean, once I'm here, I'm here for the duration. So it's, it's a uh, it's a two week stretch for me. I'll, I'll go all the way through Sunday here in Akron, and then uh, on Monday I will catch a flight to Atlanta, and we will start another week uh, at a major at the PGA. Our intrepid reporter from Orlando, Jeff Shane. Thank you so much, and uh, keep us posted. We'll talk to you next week live from the PGA. Thanks again. One of the best in the biz, Jeff Shane. You're listening to the Golf Insiders 1080 ESPN. We will be right back. Discover your own golf paradise at Deer Island Country Club. Experience the island. Deer Island Country Club, an 18-hole championship Joe Lee design on 400 acres on beautiful Lake Dora, just minutes from Orlando and downtown Mount Dora. Deer Island is surrounded by water and is in excellent playing condition. Golfers, get out of Orlando. Enjoy cool and picturesque Deer Island Country Club in beautiful Lake County. Check out our summer specials, golf and lunch for just $29.95. $29.95, seven days a week. And ladies, Tuesday is your day. Pay just $20, including your cart. Deer Island is also offering the PGA's Tia forward program making golf faster and more fun great golf for a great price deer island country club we're worth the trip call for specials and tee times 800-269-0006 800-269-0006 or visit deerislandgolf.com i am pga member jay golden and proud to be part of the golf insider 
I teach at Winter Pines Golf Course in Winter Park, Florida. I'm sure you know where it is, right off of 436 near Aloma. If you take a lesson from me, I will bring out the strengths in your swing, in your putting, in your chipping, in your pitching. I will see what you can do consistently, what comes natural to you. I do not teach one swing to everyone. I find your strengths, and I bring them out. I work with Steve Marino on his putting. He's one of the top players on the PGA Tour. I work with tour hopefuls, and maybe even know my son Jeff Golden, who played in the 2002 U.S. Open as an amateur. I will bring out your best. I teach at beautiful Winter Pines Golf Course. If you'd like to take a lesson from me, my number is 407-673-2183. 407-673-2183. PlayGolfPlanet.com is Orlando's coolest place to get the hottest deals at your favorite courses around Central Florida. PlayGolfPlanet.com allows you to connect directly with the courses to book tee times online and organize your foursomes with friends all in one place. PlayGolfPlanet.com brings the best deals directly to you. It's as if you're a private member at all of your favorite courses. Every day the content changes on your personalized account. Receive exclusive tee time deals and get the latest information on local tournaments and events. PlayGolfPlanet.com is the future of golf, where golfers choose and courses deliver. Sign up today at PlayGolfPlanet.com. PlayGolfPlanet.com Hey Harry, thanks a lot for all the security you provide for us. Well, that's my job to keep all those nuts away from you. That's just the way it is. Don't play a pebble. Won't We're back. The, the Golf Insiders taking you home on the fairways of I-4. I In the house, Holly G, along with Rich B. Just make par, Rich B. How those pars been treating you lately? Uh, you know You've what? been cashing in or cashing out, my friend. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, just bring some money. Hey. Just bring money with. You know, one of the bennies that we do get in this business. No, you get. I don't get any of those bennies. Well, you know, what you can know, I You know, you need to take me on one of those trips for putting up with you. Your your salary is way too big. <laughs> yeah. But I had the wonderful opportunity to go to an incredible uh, little travel destination a few weeks ago, Cabin Bluff up in Woodbine, Georgia, which is just north of uh, the Florida state line, not too far on the Cumberland River. Wonderful place, Cabin Bluff. It is just one of those very special retreats. Um, was founded in 1928 and was a world-class hunting and fishing destination for many of the wealthy northerners, don't you know? And um, right there on the Cumberland River has a wonderful... Uh, Davis Love III Championship Course, and we're going to talk to the main man there, the Director of Sales, Andy Eppinson, who was my host with the most. Hey, Andy, thanks for coming on the Golf Insiders. Holly, thanks for having me this afternoon. I appreciate it. Well, this is just an amazing place and not too far uh, away from Orlando, so certainly uh, a wonderful retreat if people want to get out of uh uh, the the heat and head that way for some camping probably come this fall. I'm sure is probably your prime season, but it's it's known for so many things for hunting, um, for great cuisine. This is pretty unique. Uh, only twenty twenty rooms on the property. It's like bo- going back to summer camp. It was a blast. Can you fill our oh. listeners in on the whole experience? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's a short drive up the road for you, especially. We're just 30 minutes north of Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, Cumberland Island is in our front yard, literally. We're right across from Cumberland on the Intercoastal Waterway. 
And uh, as you mentioned earlier, you know, Cabin Bluff has been around a long time, since, uh, since 1928. And as you experience, what really makes this place special and, and so ideal is, one, that it's very small, only 20 rooms. There's not many people that get to experience at one time, and that's, that's by design. But while they're there, the array of activities, um, yes, the hunting, the sport fishing, uh, Davis built a great golf course for us. Fun, fun course to play and extremely, extremely unique. Sporting plays, um, simple things like bocce ball, a great pool. So just all kinds of stuff for people to do and enjoy uh, while they're with us. Let me mention about this golf course because um, this is a concept that I think more um, more owners and more facilities need to Pay attention and adopt, um, especially in the mode right now that the industry is in about making golf more fun, making it faster. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the course is actually designed with six different greens, but you can play each one. Uh, there's three different pins, and you have three different uh, sets of, of tee boxes. And so literally it's a six-hole course that you can play three times and get a full 18. It's, it's brilliant. You can go out and play for an hour or, you know, do the whole uh, 18. And it's, it's tough, it's fun, and what a great concept. Well, the concept's perfect, and it's perfect because, of one, yes, it is fun. And for our guests, it's great because you can go out and play a full 18 holes, like you mentioned, six gigantic greens with multiple pin locations, um, you know, different tee boxes, which give you all kinds of different angles uh, to play. But it's great because, like I said, you can play a full 18, or if you're there um, with family and you can sneak, you know, you know, six or 12 holes in, it's easy to run out and do that, and it's great with kids. It's, uh, it's such an ideal concept, you're right, and it brings the fun back into, uh, into golf. There's all kinds of other things you can do. You've got kayaking and canoeing and, you know, if you want to go out and do deep sea fishing or inshore fishing, um, boat cruises. I mean, there's just about anything there. Great hiking trails. But it's really, again, you just, the minute you drive in the gate, which, uh, you got to be careful because you might miss it if you blink, and I and I love that. It's uh, you know it's going to be someplace special the minute you drive in, and you just you take this long road through these you know beautiful towering pine trees. You feel more like you're in North Carolina, and then again you pull up to this uh, you know just very rustic, charming property. Um, you know a few cabins, and you've got uh, you know the the Coolidge Tavern, which we uh, we we drank a few. Uh, Adult beverages in it was it was just fantastic. Your hospitality was great. Well, uh, we we certainly enjoyed it. And you're right. The moment you come through the gate, uh, your first time guest, it's just a you know you the anticipation builds as you go through these towering you know pine trees and finally comes the main compound and opens up to a, a great water view and these, these luxurious cabins that guests get to enjoy while they're there. And so you know all the components of really you know a private guest experience uh, with groups of friends, with family, colleagues, is, is really what Cabin Bluff's all about. It's simple elegance, it's the attention to service by the staff, and just the overall enjoyment um, you get while you're at Cabin Bluff. And it's it's a great location for, you know, if you're doing a family reunion or, you know, a wedding party or certainly if you've got some type of a business, you know, business retreat. It's it's you just get that feeling that you know it's like you're on your own private estate. It's really there aren't many times you get that experience. And then right across the the river is as you mentioned Cumberland Island, which more recently uh, was uh, known as the uh, secret wedding spot for 
uh, JFK Jr. Uh, when he got married. And uh, you can only get there by boat, so that's really cool. And they still have wild Mustangs, you know, running on the island from back in the uh, Spanish galleons, I guess, over 500 years ago. So it's it's a really cool trip, and you can get over there in uh, just about 15 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. It's, that's the neat thing about our area in general in southeast Georgia is you're so close to these major airports like Jacksonville, um, just a short trip from Atlanta and, you know, New York, Charlotte, wherever you're coming from, you can get here. But when you're here, you, you just feel like you're a million miles, you know, from anywhere. And uh, that's the beauty of it. It's just this, this experience that takes you back in time. And that's one thing our, our guests really uh, appreciate and enjoy while they're, while they're with us at Catwalk. Well, Andy, tell our listeners how they go find out more about Cabin Bluff in beautiful Woodbine, Georgia. <laughs> Woodbine, Georgia. You can reach us a couple different ways. Uh, of course, on the Internet, our web address is cabinbluff.com, or give us a call. Uh, number is 912-729-5960. Again, cabinbluff.com, and you can go there and check out some different pictures, activities, and it'll tell you a little bit more about uh, where we are and what we do. All right, Andy, thank you so much, and thank you for your hospitality. Entertaining the golf media is not often easy, and uh, we uh, work. <laughs> We were a crazy crowd, but uh, we kept it on the down low with just uh, just nowhere to go. So we appreciate it so much. Thanks, Andy. Thanks that's, again, Holly. that's it for this show. And, Rich B., once again, real quick, it's the Monday after the majors. Go to 1080ESPN.com if you're interested. Shingle Creek, join us out there. We look forward to seeing you. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. We love you. Bye-bye.